Prince Humans Disney fans. Wait. But... Something feels different. What? What is it? I don't know. You tell me. It doesn't feel like one of our normal videos. It's almost like something has changed. <laughs> something has changed within me. Okay, so I think what's happening, I think I'm picking up on what you're saying. This isn't just a video. What? I know. It's also going to be our first ever <gasps> Lend Me Your Ears <gasps> podcast. Podcast! That's right, the Lend Me Your Ears podcast where we talk all things Disney. Wow. Is that still okay with you? I, I think so. I, this could even be more fun. It's going to be great, right? I don't have to look as beautiful as I always make myself out to be. Well, it's still going to be on YouTube, but mm. but a lot of people will listen. If you're listening, Sharif looks beautiful right now. That's so true. I'm wearing my Thor ears. And his hair is coiffed, as Quaffed. he said. Coiffed. <laughs> so on this first ever episode, we are talking Marvel. Okay. The well, new movie, <clears throat> Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Shang Rings. Shang-Chi. And with my good friend, Sharif Kung Fu Master Mansoor. Ah. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready for this. All right, let's get into it. Let's go! All right, everybody, here we are. We're very excited. This is our very first podcast. Thank you for coming back, Sharif. If you do not know Sharif, he has been with us many, many times on the YouTube channel. Two years now, we've been uh, we've been doing videos together. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It is a little while. And it's just flown by because time flies when you're having fun. And arguing. And arguing, which, which we do we a lot. Do a lot. Yeah. I, I, I cannot <clears> wait to hear what you thought about this particular movie. We went to see it together we did, on we did. Sunday, shared a little bit of Kit Kats and popcorn, and watched Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. There was nothing little about the amount of popcorn that was consumed by our two families. We ate a lot of popcorn. We ate a lot of popcorn. Like I, I could feel the sodium spike within me. Your wife said that she, toward the end of the movie, was not feeling well. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I'm sorry, maybe that's embarrassing. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, Carla did not want to see Shang-Chi. She didn't. She did not. Uh, but she loves going to the movie theater. Okay. Because she wants to eat that sweet, sweet movie theater popcorn. With all the extra and, butter. And, and just put her feet up and relax mm. for a couple hours we without did. anybody saying, Mommy, Mommy, Mommy. Right. Yeah. Uh, and we went to the theater with the recliner. Yeah, Hudson Regal Cinema. If you're in Northeast Ohio and you want a nice, Recline comfortable, all the way back. yeah. Oh, it's, it's so nice. It's not as good as the one up. Where is it? There's one. Where it's like couple seats. So it's like you and your, your partner. And there's no armrest? So you can like snuggle? You could put up the armrest, but <gasps> wow. it exists if you want it. And it's like this big thing and you're swimming in it and it goes up. It's it's incredible. It could be. I have not visited that. You could theater. lay down like it's a bed. But here is the problem. If you go to a movie that's maybe a little slower, like if you're if you're dragged to a movie by your significant other that you're not very interested in, then. You'll fall asleep. You're going to fall asleep. Definitely. And then you've spent. $10 on a fancy nap. You're paying for the peace and quiet of it. <laughs> sure. The nice sure. ambient noise. And like you said, no kiddos. Mommy, mommy. Yeah. Help me, mommy. Now that we love the children. Of course. You know, sometimes you just crazy. need a break. So we took a break. Yeah. And we went to see Shang-Chi. I think I'm saying it right. They made fun of the fact that it's going to be hard course, to pronounce. Yes. So yeah, you're doing your best and that's all Had that matters. Had the whole scene on the airplane <clears throat> where he's talking to Katie and she's saying it wrong and she makes fun of how like, wow, your name was Sean and you decided to change it to Sean. <laughs> Give me a break. I was 15. That was really, really cute. And I loved, let's just jump right in. I loved their friendship and I loved that yeah. it seemed to be just. I was going to say that, yeah. At the end, it was so cute when they went to follow Wong through the port. Oh, spoilers. Spoilers. So many spoilers. 
in this review of a movie, don't listen to this. If you no, have not seen the movie. Listen to a movie review if you haven't seen the movie. I guess well, it's not some, a review. Yeah, we're breaking it down, yeah. I guess. I guess some reviews are just like, I liked it, go see it. Or I didn't like yeah. it, don't go see it. No, this is like full spoilers. So at the end, when they followed Wong through the portal and he like held his arm out and she was like, la, la, la. And they like went yeah. through. Like they're just chummy. And yeah. I love it. I love that it didn't have to be some sort of a romantic yeah, thing. Yeah, nary a mouth kiss to be seen, but lots of like clear signs of affection and friendship and um it was nice it was yeah nice. for a second i thought they were gonna like go down that track when he was at the fight club and he took his shirt off and she looked at him like what i looked at him like whoa holy <laughs> but i think it was more like dude you work out like i didn't know I, I didn't i don't think it was like oh you're fine i think it was just like wow how did i miss this you were hiding that yeah we've known each other <laughs> for 10 years and um, yes, what do you want? I found out that uh -huh. the gentleman who plays Shang-Chi, I think his name is Sinu? I should have looked up the actor's name. I have it on my phone. I know that Katie is Aquafina. Yes. I, I don't know. Yes, Simu Lu. Okay, what about him? He used to be a stock photo model. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and look at him now, Ma. Look at me now, yeah. Did you find some photos of him? Did you like search and find? I know, it just, it popped up on Facebook because Facebook knows what I'm into. Yeah. Uh, they're creeps, but they are very accurate creeps. <laughs> so just this morning, uh, before I hopped in the car to come here, uh, it popped up and it was like, hey, congrats to Simu Lu. Uh-huh. And it showed like, yeah, stock pictures of him in like the boardroom and stuff. That's great. Everybody has to start somewhere. We're starting here with this podcast and someday, Sharif, we're just gonna... Be doing this podcast right here. Be stars! Stars! <laughs> so, where do you want to start delving into this movie? Did you like the movie? Okay. That's, that's the big question, right? I figured we'd address that at the end, but you want to do that now? I guess that's how I process information, okay. but your show, you want to do it at the end? I, the end? Let's rate it at the end. Let's like give okay. it a number at the end, okay? Okay, okay. I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the movie, too. Uh, we are not speaking about Black Widow right now because it's been a while since that movie came out. I just saw that right after I saw. Correct. Shrek, yeah. It's fresh to you, but to everybody else, to our listeners, they probably it's been a while. They've I bet seen most it. of our listeners haven't seen it. You think so? Yeah, thirty bucks on streaming service seems like a lot. Oh sure, sure. Uh, I wanted to mention that I liked it significantly more than Black Widow. So, and I know we're going to be doing a movie ranking of all of the Marvel movies. So Which I don't I'm super excited about. Give away too much of where it would fall there, but it's significantly higher than Black Widow. Mainly because Black Widow, Widow felt so inconsequential to anything that's happening in the MCU because right now. Like Black they Widow took has a step back. Already passed. Yes, it's like, okay, so. And because <laughs> like, that now they're so oh. mad at each other. Who's so mad at each other? Scarlett Johansson and Disney. Oh, I know, I know, I know. That's a whole, whole thing. But we don't, okay, back to Shang-Chi. Okay, so let's talk about that first fight scene on the bus. I kind of thought it was going to be a bit hokey at first. Yeah. But mm. they they balanced the, the action scenes and the humor of it very mm. nicely with a guy who decides to live blog it and introduce himself. Oh, that as, was so funny. It was, it was. <laughs> I forgot him too. Oh, no, that was, because that was, because I'm sitting there going like, I can I can see this happening in today's world, like, and this is obviously an exaggeration, but also, yeah, uh, this guy had incredible content, and then later they, they referred to him as train boy. <laughs> bus boy. Bus boy, that's right, <laughs> bus, bus boy. boy. And the way Marvel is too, like, I wouldn't be shocked if that guy taking the video, like, shows up again. Or sure. like, his videos show up again. Like, it's yeah. the same 
They, they just love They're to like throw in little details like yeah. that. Uh, one thing that my husband mentioned specifically about the bus scene was he was like in love immediately because he felt it reminded him of like a Jackie Chan movie, which he really enjoys. Jackie Chan's company did all the stunt coordination for that. Did they? They did. Uh, one of the guys, in, one of my friends who is a bagger at Acme and Hudson, mm -hmm. uh, Brett, shout out to Brett. Brett! Uh, we were chatting about the movie on Tuesday, mm -hmm. and he's like, did you know? And I'm like, I did not know, but that makes so much sense, mm -hmm. yeah. <clears throat> it had a lot, it, had, it had, did have that feel. He was the, I, I mean, I'm not an expert, but from what I remember hearing, he was really the one who ushered in, like, before that, any martial arts type movie was all, like, tough and, like, It was Bruce Lee. Yeah, right? Yeah. He really, like, brought the humor into the martial arts type movies where he would react and, like, oh, that hurt. You know, actually yeah. react to the pain. But he also did all his own stunts, so oh, when he would amazing, get hurt, it was him. amazing. My kids watched Shanghai Noon okay. with uh, Owen Wilson, Mobius. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they loved it. They want to watch it again. And we we were like, you got to watch Rush Hour. Like, it's really good Should and we funny. hashtag, there are going to be spoilers to other Disney shows and movies. So if Possibly, you guys, we Loki... We might talk about any and all things. Yeah, if you're not fully caught up, we are so sorry. But yes, and do you think Loki would have beat Wanda if we had done the bracket, post, the character bracket -Loki? after Loki? Definitely. Ah! Loki's so much better than Scarlet Witch. Ah, but we the, had the shows, the show Loki oh. is so much ah. better than the show Scarlet Witch. Loki was phenomenal. Yeah, so good. Okay, we're not talking about Loki, but anyway, the bus scene was great. I'm trying to think of what the other action scenes were. So there was the bus scene, there the was also the club. fight scene in the fight club, yeah. where we also saw Wong, an abomination from the Hulk. I would not have known that was abomination had you not said that was abomination. The only reason I knew is because I had seen some spoilers, not on purpose. I don't go searching out spoilers. That's like not my Good thing. Yeah, I don't like doing that. But I had seen somebody like, Wong and the Abomination are, and I'm like, really? Really? Don't just post things, people. If, if the movie just Podcast out, them if you're going to do anything. <laughs> The, it was, it is supposed to be Abomination. And what a strange callback. Like, of all the people, like, do you, I don't know if he's going to be in more MCU movies now in Phase 4. Why? Why would they bring back Abomination and not just have Wong fighting some other random person? Well, more, more spoilers. We're, we're going to stop saying spoiler warning, right? You guys so understand. The, you know, lots you of understand, yes. Um, wasn't it at the end of this movie when we saw Dr... Uh, Bruce Banner, not as smart Hulk, <gasps> but as Bruce Banner. I'm so glad you brought that up because I loathe smart Hulk. I, know you I do. do not like him at all. He's not as smart as Bruce. He's not as strong as Hulk. He's worthless. We've talked about this before. So I was so thrilled to see him as normal Bruce Banner. And you know what was funny? I heard somebody in a breakdown video of this movie saying, and Bruce Banner, a much older looking Bruce Banner. And I'm like, guys. They're, they're, like, they alluded to, like, why is he older? I'm like, Mark Ruffalo's a real person who ages. I know. Yeah, but, but also, <clears throat> this is, in the timeline, post. Uh, yeah, but it can't be that much post because his arm was still in a sling from snapping everybody back. Yeah, that, that could be a permanent condition. Oh, you think so? It could be. Oh. Did you see Thanos? Thanos' arm yeah, in his uh, arm was all yeah, endgame. Right. So maybe he just has to wear a sling forever. I am really not sure where it fell in the timeline. Obviously, it's after Endgame, but outside of that, I'm not sure. Because they reference the snap. 
Oh, absolutely, they referenced the snap. I think I heard someone say that it might even be in the timeline after Far uh, No Way Home. That, like, because everything got, like, sure. scrambled about, that yeah. No Way Home was actually supposed to come out before this movie. Okay. And that this movie is actually placed after that. I don't know. I don't know. But we had the bus scene. Yeah. The bus scene. The, the, the fight, fight club. club scene where he fought his sister, saw his sister again. We have to talk about the sister, too. And I wish I could remember what her name was. But I'm just going here. to be referring to her is... as the sister. I feel like it was Jilling? Sue. Yeah, but I, I feel like you pronounced that Suling. Suling, maybe? I, Could be. I don't know. And I don't want to be wrong, so I'll just call her his sister. And then we also had, you know, there was like a car chase. And a little bit, I was like, okay, they're just checking off all the boxes. Of like, an we have movie. to have the car chase. We have to have the fight scenes. We have to have the big epic battle at the end. And I mean, yes, they do, but. At some point, at what point is this all going to become old? Because it's just a formula. You don't usually get the the scene where the terrorists and the the monks get together to fight a, a common enemy. That was <clears> unique, <throat> and I did enjoy that. How his name was Razor Fist, right? Yeah. Was like after he saw the soul sucker taking out one of the souls, he's like, "Okay, yeah, guys, we did. We need to work together." And those things were like there was no way to defeat them except. That dragon scale, dragon scale that's stuff, right. which is a whole nother. I wanted to talk a little bit about how Talo reminded me a little bit of Wakanda. Okay. Just that they're like separated in this and place. hidden. Yeah. They're hidden. They have the special magic. They have this special armor that's not as powerful as vibranium, but is the only thing that will defeat. Right. So these it's mystic armor. Yes. As opposed to the Wakanda, which is which is more physical. Which is more physical, more scientific, because it's like an actual like mineral from sure, the yeah. meteorite or yeah, whatever yeah. that hit. But just there were some similarities there, and I wanted to talk also about another similarity that I picked up on. This is this is crazy, Shreve. Okay. You might disagree with me. I probably will. Because that thought it. it was a stretch. Okay. But halfway through the movie, I'm like, okay, so I'm watching Star Wars. <laughs> Let me explain. You got the brother and the sister, you mm -hmm. got the evil dad, and you got the good mom, and the evil dad is not a straight... Like, because of this, I kind of predicted what was going to happen with the dad. I'm mm -hmm. like, he can't just die. And no, at one point, Shang-Chi is like, I'm going to kill my father. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not going to happen. He's going to somehow redeem himself, which he did. He sacrificed himself for his son to survive. And then you also had, like, the aunt, who was kind of like the Obi-Wan character. And you had Trevor and Morris, who were, like, the C-3PO and the R2-D2, like, the comic relief. And even Katie was kind of like a Han Solo-esque character, who just kind of is along for the ride and is totally different from everyone else. But do you, do you see some of the correlations Yeah, for sure. I'm for about? sure, especially when you consider the, the, the parallels between the father mm -hmm. and the... Uh, uh, what's his name? Darth Vader. Right, right, right. And I wish I remembered what the father's name was also. Wen, maybe? Zhu Wenwu. Wu, Wu. I think, I think at some point they were referring to him just as Wu. Sure. So I definitely saw, so, and, and again, I'm like, okay, we're just at a place where like 
nothing new is under, there's nothing new under the sun. You know, there, some of these classic tropes are going to be reused in movies, and it's just the way it's going to be. Mm -hmm. That's almost unavoidable. Yeah. That's why so, all the movies we see in theaters now that aren't comics tend to be like re-releases, or not re, they're remakes right. of older movies. They are remaking a lot of, of the older films for today's audience. So, it was good. I'm not necessarily saying that's a bad thing. I also feel like, and I'm not an expert, but I feel like Star Wars in general did borrow a lot from like Eastern culture in some of the things that they did. And also just like the yin-yang of it all, like with the dark and the yeah. light and the balance. And I also mysticism. felt like- Again, mysticism. Yeah, like that was a lot of Shang-Chi's battle. Was that even when he said, he told Katie, he's like, you know what, I actually did kill that guy that killed my mom. You know, before he said that he didn't. Mm -hmm. To me, that was like, for him, that was probably a big deal. Like, does he feel like he's getting turned to the dark side, for lack of a better term? Like, he is going down a path, but he, and I think that if he had killed his father, he maybe would have continued down that path, which maybe is what his sister's doing now? That's at the end yeah, scene. Yeah. She's just, he's like, oh, she's cleaning up the compound. Uh, no, she's taking over and she now is, Training female assassins, whatever. In she's addition doing. to the normal male terrorists. Yes, yeah, she had them all. I mean, it was obviously very. It was <clears throat> important to her that women also be trained because she was not. She did a pretty good she job. She was allowed. Yeah. She did a pretty good job training herself. She watched. And I really enjoyed watching her scenes with the rope and the dagger that she was. I'm sure there is a technical name for that, but I'm not sure what. I don't is. know what it is either. I'm a pretty big nerd. So, all that to say. I felt like there were a lot of uh, formulaic things that reminded me of Star Wars. But that's okay. I also even felt like toward the end, there was a time when the great protector dragon did this little swirly thing, and then he went whoop, through the swirly, and it made kind of the shape of a yin-yang, kind of. I think that was the eternity symbol. Oh, you think so? I, guess, I think that's what they were going for. I think. It could be wrong. Oh, okay. So let's get more into some of... It's called a Kyoketsu Shoji. Is the rope and the dagger? I think so. Yeah, that was very, very fun. And I love that Katie ended up being really good at the archery. Yeah, it was cute. I liked it. It was cute. I mean, they had, they had to give her something to <clears throat> I really do. Like she couldn't just stand around. is really talented. Yeah, I She's don't know very much funny. about her. <clears throat> I saw her in Jumanji too. That's the only other thing I've seen her in. Hey, you haven't seen Crazy Rich Agents? I haven't! Oh, you've got to see Crazy to. Rich Agents. It's really to. funny. It sounds like I'm saying agents. I'm saying Asians. Okay, <laughs> I hear yeah. you. I hear you. Okay, so That's, she's talented. She is, she is. Um, she did have been a bunch of stuff. Um, but yeah, but she's just very funny. Um, and she she is in this movie. But I enjoyed her. Yeah. Yeah, she she pulls off the the part very well. And it what it wasn't. I mean, I was maybe a little bit like really, but it wasn't too unbelievable that he allowed her to come with him. I mean, it needed to happen for the storyline, but I was also a little bit like really. In that sense, I felt like Katie. I felt like Katie was an avatar for the audience. She sure. was not going to be left behind. Yeah. Like, no, this is way too interesting. Say what you will, I'm coming. And seeing things from her perspective, that's yeah. the same way we're seeing everything go down. Yeah. So I watched a video talking a little bit about the magic aspect or the mysticism, like you're saying, because there's all sorts of different magic in the MCU. You know, Wanda's got her magic and 
Doctor Strange has his magic. The Asgardians have a certain amount of magic. So the, the Asgardian magic is similar to this magic of the thing. They're also considered mystics. Oh, okay. But one thing that I heard was that basically, and I, I think this is accurate, they draw their magic from that place, from the Great Protector, the dragon. And that if they are not in Talo, they do not have those powers. Sure, oh, they okay. still are able to fight because they've been trained to fight. But there was a scene right before the mother was killed. Shang-Chi said to her, but you don't have your magic here. So I think that they only have that magic where they were able to like move the air and kind of float on the air when yeah. they are in Talo. And one thing that would be really interesting is like, okay, where... Where, I want more backstory. Where did this great protector come from? Where did that giant soul sucker come from? Like, are they other dimensional be beings? Like, we're getting into that a little bit. The soul sucker certainly seems other dimensional. Right? And we're getting into other dimensional beings a little bit if you're watching What If. If you're not watching What If, first of all, stop what you're doing and watch What yeah, If. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good, yeah. <laughs> I personally love it so much. But we definitely have been seeing other dimensional beings in, in the Doctor Strange episode of What If and in the Captain Carter episode of What If with those that tentacled being and all the beings that Doctor Strange absorbed. Again, spoilers. <laughs> yes, yes, more spoilers. So, but that was very interesting. What What is happening here? I'm just looking to see if Shang-Chi uh, Shang is considered mystic and he's not oh, actually. I thought you are just like playing a game, we're having a conversation, Sharif just pulls out his phone, doing starts research. playing a game. Doing research. Okay, tell me what your thoughts are on dad. Dear old dad, Wu. Do you feel like he was a sympathetic villain? No. No. Okay. This guy spent a thousand years I murdering like other people. I that was what they were going for. And then fell in love. And he's like, yeah, my love is more important than anything else. It's, spoiler, it is exactly the same scenario that we found ourselves in in the What If episode of Doctor Strange. Ugh! He lost yes. his mind because he was in love. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, decided that he can destroy the world so he could be happy, so he could be with his, his love. Well, isn't that most of the, like, superheroes, kryptonites are their loved ones for the most part? Because sure. they are always in harm's way because of the superhero and what they're trying to do. Yeah, but they're usually trying to put themselves in harm's way to protect other people. They're not putting everybody else in danger. Okay, but to Will's benefit, he didn't know that he was putting everyone else in danger. He was convinced. He was told. That she, yeah, but he, he was convinced that she was in there. He believed what he wanted to believe. Okay, maybe, but he also was hearing her voice. Yeah. I think he was so entranced. It was, and again, this reminds me so much of Star Wars. Like, Padme, really, really? You're falling for this guy? <laughs> and I... I don't know. It was a little the bit heart unbelievable wants what the heart wants. that mom would go for Wu when she knew also true. about everything. I mean, I guess at the in the forward, at the very beginning, she's like, he's the last person I ever would have thought I would have fallen in love with. Well, yeah, because he's like, didn't he say, didn't he literally say he was Genghis Khan? Yeah. You're free. It's like one of my names. I've known names. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so he was Genghis Khan. And then obviously now he was the actual Mandarin. So, it sounds like he's not claiming the moniker of Mandarin. He's saying that Trevor Slattery based himself off of him and called himself the Mandarin, but not that he is the Mandarin. There is no real Mandarin. So help me understand, 
See, I, I disagree with you a little Dis- bit. The well, way I I'll tell you why. It, because okay. Disney is really distancing themselves from the comic book portrayal of the Mandarin, which was super, I think it would be called Sinophobic, uh, a race, racist portrayal okay. of a Chinese person. Okay. And I think this is their out. Trevor Slattery, a white guy, was calling himself the Mandarin to scare people, and it scared, scared them. But the actual Chinese version is not this racist okay. trope. He's different. He's got other names. Let me tell you how I understood it. Tell and then me. the people can decide. The people can say. <laughs> in the comments, tell us what you think. I understood it to be, because even in Iron Man 3, it wasn't Trevor Slattery who was like, I'm going to be the Mandarin. Correct. It was, what's his face? Yeah. I can't think of his name. Hydra. Guy Pierce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scientist Supreme. I, I don't remember what his character's name was. Anyway... And that he wasn't the Mandarin either. That it was that guy pretending to be the Mandarin and putting Trevor Slattery out as the figurehead. But that Shang-Chi's dad really was the Mandarin. That he really did do things in the 60s. Yeah, he, so he was, the, he was the figure that they were basing him off of. But the name, yeah. the Mandarin, I think what they're, they're saying in the story was made up by okay. the production. So he was that person. Correct. But the but name, the name the yeah, because he did allude to he's like really of all the things like they named exactly. <laughs> me after an orange or something yeah. like that. Yep. So okay, I see what you're saying. I think we are on the same page. But I I just felt like they were trying to paint him as a somewhat sympathetic villain because he was just trying to save his wife. But it was it was it was at all costs. It was yeah. like you. But 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 no, you can't. Do that. Marvel has done a pretty good job of, of giving us some sympathetic uh, villains. Um, for example, um, who's the bad guy from Black Panther? Killmonger. Killmonger. Extremely sympathetic mm-hmm. figure. That makes so much sense to me. Wu did not attain my sympathy. At all. Not really. Again, he started off too evil. Yeah. That just being like, oh, I will do anything to save the ones I love. Yeah, everybody will do anything to save the ones they love. That's, that's not making you a good guy. Let me ask you this. Because this is another parallel that I thought of. I felt like what happened with him, you could also make a argument that it's similar to Clint Barton's storyline. That Clint was kind of like this ever, under, ever, undercover BA mm-hmm. spy guy, settled down, got married, had kids, and then when he lost it all, he went crazy and started killing people. He wasn't killing people. He was killing bad guys. Those are so people, <laughs> Yeah, but he but the whole idea, that's renegade justice, right? That's, that's, he's, he's a, a, a spirit of vengeance out to protect those who cannot protect themselves. Yes, but he still went on a killing spree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killing, killing is bad. Because his family was unjustly taken from him. So... I feel like what Wu did right after, you know, he went and he took Shang-Chi with him. That was, like, really hard to watch. When he's got the little boy there and he goes and he, like, murders the guy right in front of him. you have to get confirmation that it's the right guy. (sighs) That was rough. I I felt a lot of sympathy for Shang-Chi and his sister growing up in that type of a situation. And the fact that they were able to distance themselves from that and not, well, at least Shang-Chi was, like... The sister, not so much. The sister. Her situation was so much harder. <clears throat> she was she was there longer. She was there through those formative teenage years, and he wasn't. 
it, it was it was interesting. Yeah. So let me look at my notes here. What else I wanted to touch on? What did you think about Morris? Oh, it was fun. Yeah, I mean, the puppy with no face uh, that can communicate with Trevor Slattery. So, I, I mean, I, I just assumed that it had some sort of uh, telepathic abilities. He was so cute. However, I would like to say I have a little bit of a love-hate relationship with him because it felt very much like Disney was, like, sitting around the table talking about this movie, like, okay, and what? can we have that will be a huge merchandising yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. They already have a stuffed animal of Morse, which it works, guys. I, I need to purchase it. Yeah, I, I need it. him. He is so adorable with the six little legs and the little wings and he squeaks and stuff. He's so cute. But it definitely felt like he was not necessary. They could have figured out another way. They could have found a map that led them through the tree forest. And I guess... He and Trevor did serve as a little bit of comic relief, yeah, comic but they already relief, yeah. had Aquafina there. Like, she's already funny. So, and I also felt like Trevor Slattery was very like, okay, it's a Marvel movie. We need to bring someone back from another movie. Who's Listen, it going to be? if you have a chance to reuse Ben Kingsley, you absolutely <laughs> reuse Ben Kingsley. Yeah. I actually, because watching that movie, Iron Man 3, yeah. one of the worst Marvel movies to date... Um, I'm like, wow, what a waste of Ben Kingsley. It is my least favorite Iron Man movie. For sure. I tried watching it again recently. Hold on. We're touching on topics we're going to cover in other pods. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, let's but that, I'm, All I'm moving. saying is that it seemed like a waste of Ben Kingsley, but here we go. They've, they've run him back. He's alive and well. He is alive and he well. He can come back again. Now he's in multiple universes within the Marvel multiverse. It was really cute when he was like playing dead and Morris was like, oh. He's like, I'm just pretending. Acting! <laughs> because I love that because do you know how many times I've watched a movie where I'm like, just pretend you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> just pretend. Like zombie movies, whatever. Like just lay on the ground and pretend you're already dead. That's what he did. Although in zombie movies, they'll eat you. They can still sense that you're alive. They, 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 even if you're pretending to be dead. Your flesh is not spoiled. Okay. So they would know. They should. See, but zombies are different. Okay. Yeah, zombie movies are very in... There's so many different types of zombie movies. Right. And even with it, like, if you just watch Walking Dead, like, the difference in the zombies from season one to now, it's a big oh. difference in them. The zombies have changed. I have not seen The Walking Dead. I know. I'm behind. Yeah, that's, that's fine. It's Let's okay. talk about our buddy Wong, also, who we saw in this movie. A couple and times. He's all over the place. Not only is he in this movie, he's also in What If... And he's gonna be in No Way Home. Like he's just everywhere. And of course, and he was fighting Abomination, but we already talked about that, we did. right? But the karaoke scene at the end, I wanted to just that was really mention funny, yeah. how hilarious that was, and that they picked the Hotel California song that Katie hit you. That was another hilarious part. Yeah. When they, oh, the scaffolding fight saw the on the scaffolding. Yeah, yeah. That was a really great scene. That was very, very cool. And when the person came up to her and she's just on a dark desert highway. Because yeah, she cannot, she could not hold a tune in a bucket, and she, she's just going for it. And I think that's why, that's why I really like it. And yeah. it maybe did disarm the other person like for a second, but they were like, "What? No, you need to die." Uh, that was really, really great. And then, oh, here's another thing. I turned to my husband and said during the movie, I was like, "Please, please, please, Disney World at Epcot." Make a Shang-Chi ride, <laughs> please. Like, the China Pavilion in Epcot, like, really the only thing they've got going for it is they have, like, this 360 movie, and it's old. It's, I mean, it was pro it's probably original to Epcot. 
They need a ride back in I've there. I've got a, I've got a, an idea for you. Yeah? I think Disney, within the next few years, mm-hmm. are going to either have a new park or completely repurpose a park to be just Marvel. Okay. It's going to be the Marvel park. And if they do, it won't be in Florida because... What I understand is there is something, because Universal has some of those characters at their parks, that the Florida Walt Disney World Amusement Park cannot use any of the characters that they have at Universal. Wow. Who do they have at Universal? And I don't understand why they can do it in California. Like, they just opened the Avengers Campus in California, and, like, Spider-Man is there and stuff. When I've been to Universal before... Captain America was there. Oh my goodness, who else? The Hulk? I mean, their ride. They have a ride that's called The Hulk. Didn't know that. So, but there's also a Universal Studios in California. I don't know if they just don't have those characters there, but there is something legally stopping Walt Disney World from having those characters. Now, they have a Guardians of the Galaxy ride that they're developing that's going to be in Epcot because those characters are newer and they were just in the MCU. Like, they don't have those characters. They were, by and large, cast-offs in the Marvel Universe that only, like, super diehard fans knew about. Right, until these movies and now everybody loves them. There are a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy characters. Yeah, they did not introduce us to all of them. Some of them are super weird. But I think that when Disney makes a movie like this, it's always in the back of their head and it's always on the table that they are thinking of ways to incorporate some of the scenes from the movie into a potential ride at one of the parks. That makes sense. Maybe not even... Walt Disney World Epcot, but maybe in Hong Kong Disneyland or Shanghai Disneyland. Like, it would be great out there, obviously. Like, the entire ride of them going through the trees, and then they go through the water, and there's that swirly water sure. thing. And then at the end, you, the can scaffolding. Even, you can be riding on the back of the Great Protector. Uh, oh, that'd be super fun. Which, when you mentioned that you thought the bus scene would be hokey, I did feel like some of the scenes with the Great Protector were a little, just a little hokey. It reminded me of, like, the never-ending story <laughs> when they're, like, riding on the back of him. Sure, yeah. I was like, okay. I, I don't, and I don't know why. You can't have a dragon and not ride a dragon. It's not possible. You think If you think of any dragon movie... Somebody's going to ride that dragon. Somebody has to ride the dragon. It just, I don't know. It just felt, and I can't even tell you why. I can't put my finger on it. It just felt hokey to me. How was that dragon flying also? Just all purely magic? It had no wings. Hold on. Nobody rode a dragon in Lord of the Rings. Tolkien was a classy guy. <laughs> but it's the only example I can think of off the top of my head. Where I, if there's a dragon, you don't ride the dragon. Yeah, I mean... You 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 do. You have to. It's a flying... It's cool. It, this dragon did not breathe fire. That was a little bit different. It was. It seemed more water-based. Oh, absolutely. Um, I like that it was a, a traditional Chinese dragon. Yeah. Not our westernized dragons with their huge wings and legs and arms. And it was just lying dormant down there, I guess, until yeah. Shang-Chi got closer because the mom said something like, you have the heart of our dragon. I don't know. I need more backstory. I need more information about Talo. I need to know why. Was she, was mom, was she important in Talo? Was he like a prince practically? Like why does he have the heart of the dragon? Why does she? His mom was like the the protector, right? She was the gatekeeper. She was outside. And I found it interesting that they never replaced her. (laughs) Like when they got back there in the They got bummer. She was the only one. (laughs) They were like, oh, well, there's no one here anymore. And it's been decades. But they just decided not to replace her. That was kind of strange. So, 
What did you think of, I felt like Razor Fist, the guy with the big like blade for an arm. Handsome fellow. He reminded me like too much of Ulysses Claw with his arm thing. I was just like, okay, now we have another one of these. If you lose your hand, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I like Captain it's a, Hook. It's a you hook, put a it's hook a claw, it. maybe a club of some sort, but here, your options are limited. Maybe I suppose. like a gun. I suppose. Well, well Ulysses Claw, that he had that like vibranium gun thingy that would yeah, open up cannon. and shoot the vibranium. But it just felt a whole lot like him. And I guess that guy is still a bad guy. Now he's working for the sister. Yeah. I, it'll be interesting. Yeah, this, this goes back to an argument you and I have. Oh boy. Just because you do something good doesn't not make you a bad guy. All those terrorists that fought against the, the evil soul suckers that were gonna destroy the universe, still bad guys. But I think that that could have been a turning point for them. It wasn't, wasn't. in this case. Yeah. He went back, but it could have been a turning point where they're like, oh, I'm going to work for good now. Yeah, but they didn't. They, they were never working for good. They were working for their own survival, their own self-interest, their own loved ones maybe but it did not have an altruistic purpose at heart. Well, we don't, you know what? To her benefit, Suling, if that's how you say her name, the sister, we don't know what she's trading all those people for. Maybe they're, maybe they're gonna be good people. True. <laughs> good people who belong to the Ten Rings terrorist uh, organization. It's a stretch. Well, she could just be like changing, rebranding. It's rebranding. Could be rebranding. Could be. We'll <laughs> wait and see. How could she even call them the Ten Rings when she doesn't have the Ten Rings anymore? The Ten Rings, yeah, I mean, the, there's a Ten Rings, there's a Ten Rings terrorist organization, which has a lot of uh, branches throughout the world. Yeah, I can't wait to see. Because remember but... the people who captured Tony Stark in Iron Man 1. Yes. Ten Rings. Yes, you are correct. I, I didn't I realize that until I saw somebody else point it out. They had the banner, like, behind him in that little video they made of him, the ransom video or whatever. There was a banner with the Ten Rings behind it. They really have just, it's, it is mind-blowing and incredible how they have constructed 25 Kevin, movies. Kevin to Feige all... has really got a. It's like you have to imagine his office just one giant timeline. He's just going to be like, all right, this guy was here. Going to loop him forward to here. And then. He is Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, he so. is in charge of the timeline. It, it is very impressive. I think that I have touched on pretty much everything, except I did want to say, since we just brought up the Ten Rings themselves, that I can't wait to see, like, what's, what's up with those. The, like at the end scene where they had Captain Marvel and they had, and you know what? Some time must have passed after Endgame because Captain Marvel's hair was short, right? Like super short at Endgame. Mm -hmm. And it was at least my length now. There you go. So maybe that's kind of how we decide at least a couple months. the time frame. I would say, yeah, six, six to 12 months probably. Could growth, be more. It could be, could be years. She's could have a haircut or two. Who knows? You're right. You're right. I know. But it's definitely been at least six months. Yeah. Six to 12 months. So, I mean, they were analyzing that. And they're like, what, what is this stuff? What, what did they say? I don't remember. They, the way they showed it, they almost tried to portray to me, it was like they were trying to say that it was sentient. Like that thing in the middle looked almost like, kind of like when they picked apart Ultron and Vision or Jarvis or whatever, that it looked... Another Infinity Stone, only Another it's divided Infinity into ten Stone. rings. Like it's not like, that, but yeah, I understand what you're from? saying. Is it a different dimension? Yeah, that's what it seemed like it's not of Earth. Yeah, it's ancient. Yeah, so. obviously. Okay, yeah, because they said you know Wu had it for a thousand years, but they are absolutely older than that. Even like it's just another 
piece of the story that I can't wait to see what they actually are and where they came from. And are there people? Are there a whole people group who are looking for them? And is that going to be the next Shang-Chi movie? It's like these people Maybe are back a, for their ten rings. The, they there's sense. a people group in, in you know, the, their souls or the spirits are inside the ten rings. That's what powers them. What? Could be. We're just theorizing wow. here. Wow. That's an interesting theory. Because what does power them? They are powerful. They are quite powerful. Okay, Sharif, did you have anything else you wanted to talk no, about? No, I like the movie. If you haven't seen it, yeah. go see it. Um, one of I my buddies, Brandon, wants to go see it, and um, I told him I'll go see it with him. So I liked it more than I thought I, I would. I Definitely. really didn't have any expectations going into it, and I really enjoyed it. I would like to see it again. I almost went to see it yesterday. I didn't end up having time because I thought, ooh, if I could just see it one more view sure, under my belt sure, before we yeah. make this podcast, then that would be great. But ooh, Yeah, it was fun. Uh, so what do you rate it? Okay, one out of ten, like one out of a hundred, like. How much flexibility do you need? It's just hard because one out of ten is like there's already twenty five movies, so it's it's hard for me to give it like the same number as I would give another. You know what I mean? Let's do let's do one out of a hundred. Okay. Okay. It was better than average, so it's definitely above fifty. I wouldn't put it in the nineties. I would maybe give it like. 78. I'll that feels higher. good to me. I'll, I'll okay. probably put it maybe in the 86 range. Okay. Not that much higher than me, but we're both in the upper quarter of the range. You're a, you're a CVCA D plus. I'm a CVCA B minus. <laughs> there you go. It was good. I would see it again. You should go see Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It's worth your time. You should also make sure that you go ahead and save this podcast to whichever podcast provider you are listening to us through. Subscribe? Subscribe, not subscribe. save. Yeah, you want to subscribe. Put it in your library. Like, you could even yeah. rate. Excuse me? You could rate uh, like oh, five stars. please, please. Can you tell this is new to me? This is great. It's it's adorable as she, like a yearling cult, just discovering a brand new world out there. Um, listen, Trotting it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be great. All yeah. right, guys. Thanks for joining us today. And we will see you next time. Or you will hear us next time yeah. on Let Me Your Ears. Uh, I, we didn't get a Friends, Humans, Disney fans. And I still kind of want to hear it. Can we just get a... <laughs> Friends, Humans, Disney fans, Let Me Your Ears. There it is. Yeah, there you, we go. You'll hear it next time. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye.